0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacks. further first with me, Robert. Wait, baby, my lap
1: mole with a deep voice and that, obviously. <laughs> good, bro, your in, wife ain't here. Bringing you man into the smoothness, yeah. Smoothness,
0: yeah. <laughs> Why is Come it away? funny when you say smooth? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but well, yeah, apologies, guys. I haven't seen this for two weeks. It's Peter's fault. Just it is my out fault. There. It is really my fault. And it was such was a wrong. sick conversation that it we had. It was. But well, well, by now,
2: they would have heard it, so.
0: Well, so I, 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 are you going to put that one out before you put this one out? Of course I'm going to put that one out before I put this one out.
1: Okay. But he might not even put this one out. It might be in the bank. Jeez. Mm. Yeah. But well, so
0: yeah, by the you time you're hearing this, Peter is doing bad at his job, so Mad. let it be known. I slapped, I slapped this week. Apologies, guys. no. <laughs> And just for that, Peter, you can be the hot seat this week.
1: He was just trying to earn a living.
2: Just trying to earn a living. Just trying to feed my family, you know, put food yeah. on the table. Yeah. In a G-stream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd make much money that way, to be fair. <laughs> don't think I'd get that many jobs. I will not get that much tips.
0: I wouldn't be the jiggler if he wanted to be.
1: Bro.
2: Nah, I doubt it.
1: I think Peter would intimidate people to give him tips. <laughs>
0: is that is that, being, is that is that being a jiggler is that being a, a gangster no i definitely feel like there's like a market <coughs> for big burly black men oh dear lord tap, 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 come tap, tap into. hey come on all right yeah can we
2: move on because this there's this a, mar-
1: there. a market
2: for that bro
1: youtube is just in the
0: madness there's a market. and then, and then his, his website could be rock hard peter <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: gosh okay <laughs> all right cool all right cool not, not, the, Pe- not, the, not the visual i wanted to start with but cool it's okay though it's okay all right
0: nasty, um, yeah trying to go first or can i go first you can go first okay uh peter what would you or what advice would you give to uh christian who was maybe having trouble um What's the word? managing their time and are there any black biblical principles to, to back up any advice you would give um
2: yeah yeah so i think i would challenge our view of time um our view of what time is in 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 general um and whether or not we recognize that it is also a resource given to us by by God um to be stewarded um we have limited time here uh we're we're not promised tomorrow um but in the time that we are here we are to i think if we recognize that it's also a resource it's also something we're stewarding it's something that we're supposed to make the most of whilst our master is away so i'd use the the parable of the talents for instance you know it wasn't time per se but whatever they had been given, time included, they had to make the most of it. They had to do something with that time such that when the master returns, they can say, this is what I did in the time that you were away. Um, And I think if we recognize that time is also a resource given to us by God, um, within which we're to do what he calls us to do, then um, we treat it with that respect and, and with the urgency to do what we're supposed to do in that time. Now, I think framing time in that way then means, um, uh, then I think allows us to look at what we're actually doing when we say manage time. And I think it's evaluating where you want to invest your time. And again, I'm using all these terms because I think they highlight seeing time as a a resource. Um, And then you can look at any sort of number of, Uh, methods to manage time you know um, productivity um, sort of hacks and tricks and tips and all of those things you know making a to-do list or planning ahead or um breaking down uh goals into sort of smart objectives small measurable achievable um record recorded something R, and then time-based, um, realistic. 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 Thank you. Realistic, um, time-bound objectives. Um, basically, I think, yeah, it would be any of those things you could use to manage your time. I think what it would really come down to for me would be um, structuring things such that you are using the right amount of energy at the right time and so if you've got something some like if you're trying to manage a number of tasks and there are some that don't require that much mental focus or energy like i'm just i don't know ticking off emails or something like that doing that at the start of the day when maybe you're fresh and you have the most energy might not be the best use of time you Mm -hmm. know maybe you tackle something harder at that time and then Go, but again, those fall under those productivity things. So, there's a number of productivity um, strategies that you can look at, find one that suits you. But I think it, it, I think the main thing is recognizing that time is a resource, you don't have unlimited time, and thus to steward it properly.
0: Oh, for, 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 for that follow up question um, How would you advise someone who wasn't sure how much time to dedicate to kingdom work?
2: When you say kingdom work, it's layered because for a Christian who's living their life for God, everything is kingdom work,
0: and for someone who's not living their life for God,
2: <laughs> No, no, sorry, that's that's really a bad way of putting it. It's, it's just what what do you mean by kingdom work? You know, if, if like no, going
0: like like going out to
2: evangelize, going out to do a preacher, you know, to a... it's your circumstances, isn't it? I can't I can't go out and evangelize nine to five because I have a wife and I have a family and Paul recognizes that a man with a family will have divided attentions as he's supposed to so he needs to take care of his family he needs to work he needs to you know put food on the table as it were Um, and so I think it would it would really come down to their personal circumstances the easiest option I can give is that you let the spirit lead you in how you invest your time and that will lead you in how much you do to sort of maybe the, um, quote unquote kingdom work that you're doing, you know, let the spirit lead you in that as well. Cause it's so easy it so easily can become, well, I do charity work six days a week. Therefore I'm a good person, not necessarily. So I'd say let the spirit lead you there as well. Um, in, in how much time you're portion, but it will depend on your yeah. circumstances. Hence why the spirit's the best person to guide.
0: Cool. I'm happy with that. Moses. Um,
1: so my question is how, what, what ways, um, how how would you, how would you walk a father through introducing his child to the gospel?
2: <laughs> um, this is funny. <laughs> You missed it, bro. I'm no. not going to
1: explain it to you.
2: Oh, no, no Well, no, I was, I was laughing no, for a different reason cause I'm uh, making notes. No,
1: I, I was laughing because of what happened this week.
2: That's why I asked the question. But it's, did, I, did I tell you guys the story? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool.
0: Okay. Okay. I wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, context for the viewers, I, um, I went picking up Zara from um, nursery and Zara had been a bit naughty. So I was like, when we get home, she's going on the naughty steps. So she knows there's punishment waiting for her. It amplifies the effect of the punishment cause she's got an extended period of time thinking about the punishment before it happens. This psychological <laughs> torture. <laughs> but in doing that, I thought, Oh, here might be an opportunity to teach her about the gospel. So she, she we, we were talking cause we tell each other stories and she was actually telling the story of the gospel. And I decided to tell her that God made a solar system and everyone and people and people are naughty. So God had to put them on a the naughty step. But then Jesus came and Jesus said he will sit on the naughty step for them such that they don't have to sit on the naughty step when they can be free. And that made people happy and they went to be with God and that made God happy. And so we say thank you, Jesus. And we say thank you, God. And that's the gospel. And my three year old was like, oh, that's nice. How, how kind of Jesus. I'm thinking she's got it. And I said, like, okay. So, can you tell me the story of the gospel? And she goes, Yeah, Jesus was very naughty. <laughs> like, no, no. Um, well, I think, yeah, with that context, my advice now would be to to see where your kid is at. Um, and, and eventually, she got it and she explained it to Anita perfectly. So, yeah, it, it's it's relative to what they understand. But I definitely would think you know using using things that they can relate to using their language uh, and things that they understand definitely is is useful. Um, and Zara clearly, from you know since last time, understands naughty step is a punishment, and mm. somehow Christ took punishment from people, such that people didn't have to undergo that punishment. So it's not you know it's not apologetically you know um, sound doctrine that she's going to use to win a debate but it gives her context it gives her an understanding that she can relate to she's been on a naughty step before she's experienced the joy of being released from the naughty step before, even if she's not cognizant of those things happening she's got a a grasp of the gospel in those terms and as she grows that language will change Um, contextualizing it for her such that she understands yeah. um, until you know she's at such an age as which we can talk about you know in detail what it means and and but effectively that principle is the same we were due punishments Christ took the punishment such that we no longer had to take it um, and that's grace and that's why we should be grateful uh, so I think it would be just meeting your kid way where, where they are it would be introducing them to it with anything that they can relate to that i i think sometimes the problem is we put them and and i don't want to say this as if it's bad but we put them in front of like superbook and it's great superbook is great but superbook doesn't do a good job of contextualizing it Mm. yes the kids are there and yes they do a They always try and make it relevant to something that the kids are going through. Superbook is a cartoon for those that don't have kids. It's a cartoon aimed at kids trying to teach them about the Bible. Um, But that doesn't give them context of salvation and of um, justification and of some of those maybe meatier theological topics that, let's be honest, some adults don't even have good understandings of. Um, And so I would say meet them where they are with the truth of the gospel and that might mean contextualizing it with language with things that they can relate to that they can understand um believe it or not i think the naughty step was a good way of doing that because zara definitely got an understanding of it in as much as she got the wrong idea the first time around um but uh, yeah meeting them there but then also not not being formulaic about it what works for zara at three doesn't have to be the same thing I'm telling her when she's eight Mm. or 10 or 15, you know, ideally by then we're having more in-depth conversations about these things. Um, But at three, I also think it's not as much a service to her to just put her in Sunday school or just put her in front of um, Superbook, um, in front of, uh, you know, any number of Bible adventure. There's loads of really good ones. and, And all of these are good. I don't want that to go without being said, all of these are incredible resources for kids that introduces them to the concepts, introduces them to the language um, of Christianity, um, but I think definitely the, the, the truth, the, the gospel, the gospel itself, not just Bible stories, the gospel itself, speak that to the child in language that they can understand and updates the language as their understanding becomes more capable or, or yeah their capacity to understand increases so that that's that's what i would suggest like that yeah. I, I also sorry i i want yeah. to throw in there cuz i want to be annoying don't don't leave it don't leave it to them to say oh they'll make up their mind like you're supposed to train them about the way they should grow don't force it on them Mm-hmm. but give them everything that they need, give them, equip them to be able to make the right decision when they need to make the right decision. Um, yeah, because I, I... What's his name? OK, this is it's not a Christian example, but Gabriel Union's husband, D- Dwayne yeah. Wade. Dwayne Wade. Say, they're saying, oh, let your child lead you and then you follow them there. What's that? What? That doesn't make sense, you know. And obviously he's saying that in a very specific context but no i will not let don't let a child make decisions that they are not equipped to make you as a parent equip them to then you know make the most important decision um ideally favorably for them um but definitely don't just leave them to it and say oh you we want them to discover for themselves because if you're not teaching them someone else will and that's how we learn someone else will come and teach them something else and you would have failed in your role, I think, as, as a as a parent. So, yeah, that's that's me. Being controversial and all. Nope. I, I had a question for you. I don't want to leave till next week. Actually, I don't know what you're going to talk about, Robert, but I don't know. Who's a question a for? Question for both of you.
0: Okay. What's the question about? Race. No, go for it. That's not. That's not. I'm not talking about anything race related today. Cool, cool. So
2: I want to ask you guys: Is race a social construct? Yes. Oh snap. (laughs) Okay, Robert, what do you think?
0: Because more. No, I don't think it is. Defined. All right. I was actually thinking about this today or yesterday, actually. I think. I think for Christians, it's not. If you're not a Christian.
2: Um. Whatever. Because, whatever. Anyway. Okay. So. So. I love it. Mo, why do you think race is a social construct? I think race is a social construct because I think the
1: delineation of ethnicity is mm-hmm. real. Okay. There is like an Asian or Southern Asian or Eastern Asian, Middle uh, Middle Eastern, mm. African, like based, and even within that, there are then sub tribes. Yeah. within the ethnicities and stuff but um race as in you're black you're brown you're this you're that um it is it is a it is a social construct that was introduced um for the purposes of division okay so the so- social constructs as we know it division now or
2: categorization
1: division are those the same division
2: okay 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 because
1: it's um, there, there was actually um, I don't I don't know the, I'm, I'm misquoting but there's actually a document that um, dates exactly when race as in black white and stuff was used in a political document okay and it was used specifically for division because mm-hmm. they had tried different things to bring about division um locale um religion, nothing worked. And then they were like, okay, black and white, we're gonna use this. And then they had to almost create extra categories for the other um ethnicities. Um so yeah, I I see it as a social construct um created primarily for um for division.
2: Mm. Very interesting. Robert, you said there was a distinction between whether or not you're Christian on this topic, so would you be able to elaborate?
0: So, well, before I get into that one, I think that race is not a social construct in the same way that gender is not a social construct. <laughs> Let's offend everyone. <laughs> and the, the, the reason I said that For Christians, it's not a social construct, um, is because I believe God has been very specific in the color He's made people and the variety of colors that He's made people. Um, Mm. if 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 we were to be all one race, then God would, if God wanted just one race, we would be all the same color. Yeah, some people might be a bit darker than others because of the sun and stuff, but we would be whole one general color, I believe i don't very interesting
1: why not because we have almost every species on the planet has variations
0: but that's down to um mutations and not like like i mean you you can
1: you can argue if you want to go down the evolution you can argue that for humans as well because apparently blacks were the first humans and then they moved into into Europe and blah blah blah, where there wasn't as much sun, and so they didn't need a melanated skin to protect them from it, and so they lost it over time, evolving to better suit the climate that they were in.
0: Yeah, but 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 we as humans are made in God's image, so I think that our image yes. is different from from animal imitation
1: Okay, that's a good point. That is a good point. Um, I do see, I do see an intentionality behind God um creating different races different as we see them now um but i don't think it was a case of um division or even um there's a difference between recognizing difference and allowing it to become a barrier if that makes sense
2: Mm.
1: recognizing uniquenesses um recognizing that oh like Robert is taller than me or whatever. Peter is stronger than Robert. Like recognizing differences. Um, But then using that in a discriminatory way is evidence of the fall. Mm -hmm. And so in recognizing differences, within any two people, there are differences, not just skin color, not just race. There are differences and there are nuance within two people. Um, But the emphasis on race is an emphasis that has been introduced. Um, Again, I would link it to the fall, to the brokenness of humanity, as opposed to um, something that God divinely inspired. He may have divinely inspired variety within humanity, but the way in which we're viewing it now, I don't think is
0: divinely inspired. I think just because we are viewing it in such a way it doesn't mean that before we started viewing it that way, it wasn't that way.
1: Yes, you know it doesn't mean that. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that. that. And that's why I said I believe that God did make different, different tribes and tongues and races and nations. I do believe that. And even uh, Revelations is talking about every tribe and every tongue will like come down. And, and so there, there is this um, unifying, um, not unifying, yeah, unifying, not uniformity unifying mm-hmm. um, of different races and nations and tongues and tribes. Um, but the the emphasis that we have placed on it now, I believe that is a social construct. I don't believe the differences is the dif- the differences in, in race is it's a bad thing. I believe there's a purpose behind it, but the emphasis that we have on it now is a social construct.
0: So you're saying that race as a form of classification is a social construct, but yeah. people being of different "quote unquote" races, because that's the word we use, yeah. it's not. Yeah.
2: Classify. Um, okay. 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 Yeah. That's interesting. That's very because interesting. if
1: it, it will be a case of if biblically people have been referred to by their. Um, by the region or the country that they're from Hmm. for the most part so oh this ethiopian oh this egyptian oh this moses was referred to as an egyptian um the ethiopian eunuch like the samaritan the whatever and so their their nationality or whatever is what is what was referred to Oh, no that black guy over there like we, we don't necessarily hear that in the
2: Bible. What about the lady in the Song of Songs, the dark-skinned woman? She was describing
1: her, she didn't, she was, and I, I did think about that, but I think the way in which she described herself, I, I then this, this is slightly controversial, but I almost feel like it gives weight to the Black Hebrew Israelites whole narrative. <laughs> because she's talking about the locks of a lover's hair and blah, blah, blah. And Samson, had they cut off the locks of his hair and them things there. Um, now, obviously, white people can have locks as well. I mean, like, it's just the hair texture and stuff. But I think I, I think it gives some credibility there. And I think it was more so just a description as opposed to a classification. Mm. Well, of course, it was like, I have, I have been in the sun, so my skin is darker. But it's not saying I'm black and he's white.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. mm, No, 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 I think, yeah, I I, I think it was more to do with the fact that she was out in the sun and that's why she's dark, but not that she's a darker race than double mandoms.
2: Okay, interesting, interesting. So, toss that grenade in there (laughs) while sitting on the fence, almost like half an hour deep. I know, yeah.
0: Oh, Alright. Right. Right. Well let's get into the topic. Actually, before we do, I just want to share what I was having as Peter was doing his story not sorry. I was just thinking, you know, there was a time when we weren't doing this over screens. We were all in Moses' living room. Facts. Indeed. I still miss
2: the Papa John situation, you know. I want you to realize Mo's intentionality here. Bro. Not missing us. Bro. She the pizza that came. Hey,
1: bro. Obviously, we're chopping it up, but the Papa John situation was was a righteous
0: one, man. And, 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 you know, podcasting was the only time I've known Moses not to be late because it was <laughs> happening
1: in his house, in my own house,
0: straight.
2: <laughs> You're coming
0: to me, and you know I swear, what? I you that, you I, used I, to I, be I, the one that was normally late, though. Mm. I was coming all the way from Elephant and Castle. You were, yeah, coming from far. But Peter so. was driving from where? Wellington. No, he was coming from church, straight from church. And the church was in Croydon.
2: Yeah, yeah, we used to do it on Sundays, yeah. Well, no, I wasn't coming straight from church. I'd come after church, go to my mother-in-law's and then come from there. Yeah, my day. mother-in-law
1: was literally just down the road from me. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys can come to Kent. Well, you can come down to here where we, the two of us We've got a whole sleep. studio.
2: We've got a whole studio. I could set it all up. we
0: would be fine. Bring the studio to Moses' house. How about that? it would be hard. We oh, bring, it, bring it
2: to your house, son. Hard to take off the bricks and stuff.
0: Yeah, come. Come, come. come come, to my house. Beach house free for an hour or two. Thank you <laughs>
2: for it. Well, no, for me, it'll be an hour or two plus the two hours in and out that I'll be driving. Oh, so we should, we should drive for
0: two hours. He <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> <Is that>, yeah? <laughs> oh, nah. All on. right, cool. Let's get into the episode today. Mm. Uh, census has come out. Oh, census. Um, yeah, the census came out. And for the first time ever, less than half of the English and was population is Christian.
2: Hmm.
0: So I, I oh think boy. it's down from... So it was down from 59.3%. No, now it's 46.2%. Um wow. Yeah, so compared com- 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 to census 10 years ago. Um People who have said that have, they have no religion, has increased up to 37.2%, up a quarter. Mm. Um, and I think out of all the religions, it was just Christianity that went down. All the other major religions went up. Oh, So Judaism and Islam went up. Yeah, every, every, wow. everything went up. And then there was, mm. something, there was something I saw, I thought it was funny, where is it? Where is it? Of those who chose to write in their answer under any other religion, the largest group identified as pagan <laughs> with a tenfold rise from 2011. In mm-hmm. those identifying themselves Sounds as fun. shaman. And know, right. Um, in London is the most religiously, religiously diverse region of England, with just 25.3% of people reporting religion, their religion as Christianity. So yeah, if I just throw that in there, Christianity is losing its sway, census-wise anyway. Uh, And I thought we could discuss a little bit about why we think that's happening. Is Christianity dying or are people just taking off the cloak of Christianity when they have never actually been Christians? Say that again, please. So are, is the number of Christians dropping because people are stopping being Christians for real, for real, or are people just taking off the cloak of Christianity and saying, oh, I'm a Christian, even if they're not actually a Christian? Or what other reasons do you think could be con- contributing to this drop in the rate of Christianity? It's a narrow path.
2: Never meant to be. Well, God's intent was for everyone to walk it, but the reality was there would be thousands walking it, and tens of thousands walking a broad path. I am not yeah. surprised. It's the short. Is a short answer. I'm not surprised. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think.
1: I think. Um. I think that there has been a lot of damage done under the name of Christianity over the years. Not just right now, but over the years um uh, and I guess there, there's been a lot of damage done under the name of Islam and other other stuff as well um but it's interesting that people are a lot more critical of Christianity than of other religions um
0: I, I guess with because other religions are like protected in a way that we tend to I was about to say as well, it's hard
1: to be critical of a man who may have a bomb strapped to his chest. <laughs> and that's racism. <laughs> it's not racism. I didn't say It's not racism. I didn't say an ethnicity. You knew what you were race. talking about. <laughs> I didn't say a race. So it's not racism. It's, discri- it's discriminatory. But it's not racism. Uh, <laughs> that was a joke, by the way,
0: for instance. Um... Oh, and for those who don't know, Moses used to be Muslim, so he's allowed to make that joke. (laughs) That's
1: like saying I've got black friends, so I'm allowed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um.
1: Yeah. So I think I think. So. I hear I'm I'm starting to hear the rhetoric a lot around, is Christianity for the black person? Um, Christianity is like the slave man's religion, and this isn't new. This, this isn't new, it's been circulating for a while. But I, I, in the circles that I am in, I'm starting to hear a lot more people trying to either justif- um, bring arguments for or against, justifying reasons why, why it is, why it isn't. Um, and with the whole woke movement in trying to shed light and let's go back to our roots and whatever, let's go back to African spirituality and stuff. Um, I think People are starting to um, poke at at a perceived weakness a bit more openly, which is yeah. So I think I th- I may be wrong, but that's that's my um, assumption based on interactions and my exposure to
2: what's happening. Hmm. Peter looks very pensive it's trying to reconcile a couple of things so on the one hand the world hated christ like i can't look at this any other way than spiritually i can't mm. think of a political reason or a socio-economic reason as to why the numbers are going down mm. i can only look at it from a spiritual perspective i'm not saying that to say that i'm correct i'm saying that to say that's the only way i can frame Um, I I can have a a framework to think about this. Um, And the world hated Christ. The world hated Christ with no other reason than he came to point out. Well, he didn't come to point out, but in his fulfilling the law, he points out our need for him. Mm. Um, and the world's not going to like that. The world's not going to like that. Someone, uh, a rapper, said, "You know, the 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 gospel is offensive because it deals with our offenses." I think that's a nice way of putting it, but that's the truth. That's the truth. And so, I am not surprised that in the world that we're in, which is a much smaller world, um, because of technology, because of social media, because of our access to information and to hearing other people's voices, that. Um more light is being shined on the truth of mm. the gospel what it really means um and there being more voices to be able to talk against that and more people being swayed by the prince of the power of the air which is the devil so i'm i'm really not surprised that more and more people are not saying that they're christian this is the end times you know um, mm. You, you know, there, there are many that will deny him. There are many that will turn away from him, even amongst those that are in church, many that will fall away, many that the enemy will be able to grab. So yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm just not surprised. And as I said, thousands, I can't remember the verse, but thousands on the narrow path, tens of thousands on the, on the broad path. You know, we're, we're in a world yeah. now that caters so much to your sort of personal uh, um, 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 preferences and, and yeah. well, dude, Truth in and of itself now is no longer objective. Like there's no truth. You can say we're talking about the truth, and literally someone will ask you, "Well, whose truth? It's not my truth." Yeah, exactly. Like if you can have your own truth, then of what use is Christ to you? You know, then you're taking you're losing something by going to to the truth. Yeah, so, you're having to submit to your, yourself to a to
1: a higher authority, and you lose that autonomy and that freedom to be able to say. XY chromosomes was meant to be YY or XX chromosomes, yeah. but we're not gonna get into that.
2: And in a society that's all about you, everything is about you being satisfied. Everything. That's what adverts are about. That's what anything that's trying to sell to you, sex is, is used because it's about you gaining the pleasure. Everything is about you Come you on. you being satisfied. How will that world turn to turn to God? And, you know, I think that the wildest statement I've heard was David Cameron saying this is very much a Christian nation. Like, no, it's not. It really isn't. Not in law, not in any way is this a Christian nation. Um, and so in, you know, very much a, such a, 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 a mixing pot of so many different cultures and opinions and tolerances and, and, and inclusivity of all opinions and thoughts, I'm not surprised, I'm not surprised that many are turned away and I think, not to say that it's a good thing at all, but I think it's indicative of maybe the fact that there is more knowledge of what the truth is and thus more rejection of it. Yeah. I can't say that authoritatively because I don't know the numbers, but I definitely know that in as much as there are lots of stupid people out there talking about saying they're christian you know people that want to recontextualize the bible and say that it doesn't condemn homosexuality or that it's fine with you deciding that god created you but he made a mistake and thus you are not a man or a woman um i think there's also people and access to people that are speaking the truth there are access to you know dope rappers that i speak the truth. My Bizzles Bamboozled is on Spotify. Tons of people are gonna be hearing that. Now I'm not saying that's that's responsible for this census here, but I'm saying there is access to the truth and thus I'm not surprised that there is increased rejection of it.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say, um I really like just this, this conversation and I agree. I agree with the spiritual element. Um like the cross is an offence to the Gentiles and food. No, it's an offence to the Jews and foolishness, foolishness to the Gentiles. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that there is an element of, um, unless drawn, it will be nonsense to you, unless God is able to kind of give you these. Yeah, but we're getting into a doctrine that might not be yeah. helpful at the moment. <laughs> um, it's God but, turning people away. Not like that. They're not the elect. Um, <laughs> yeah but I, I i also see the the balance between the super like the parallels between the supernatural and the natural mm-hmm. in um yeah I, I see i see the parallel um in that sometimes so when jesus is like um is it Jesus or no it's John it's John raw man's about to say John yeah um if you pray for your wait is it John though
2: it maybe say the quote but let's yeah. see
1: if we even know cuz we might not um if you have the means to support your brother don't just say i'll pray for you go do mm. what you're doing but if you've got clothes if you've got money if you've got food like actually help him out
2: it's not um, cool. I was going to say, I thought it was Paul as well. That sounds like Paul. <laughs> that sounds like Paul. It's, it's, it's somewhere in the Bible. In the Bible, that's
1: it. Um, in the New Testament, easily. Yeah, it's in the New Testament. In the letters, somewhere. Yeah. Um, and this this support being a practical thing, as well as a spiritual thing. And so, um, even the proper... Uh, the, the spreading of the gospel has a spiritual element and it has a physical Absolutely. element. In it. And so it kind of goes hand in hand. And so even as the world will reject the um, the gospel, it doesn't help if men be in waste, with it, right? Like, yeah. It doesn't help. But it, right. but it doesn't negate that the world will reject the gospel. Um, You can't do a madness and say, see, see, they're not even for Jesus. Because that's like, no, you are spending the collection money and they found out and now they're like, what are you doing? And now you're trying to say they're not about Jesus. No, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it's your fault. Um, So, yeah, just seeing that balance between just the natural and the supernatural and how they um, tend to go hand in
0: hand. I think... Three ideas that come to mind for me. I think it's three. It was free. I don't know if I've got all three still. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, I think that we are, especially more compared to 10 years ago, we live in a society where labels and labeling have become very important. Mm. And not, not only that, not, not only have labels become important, the... Variety of different labels has increased a lot, yeah. mm. and I think before people people would just say they're Christian because maybe they were raised in Christian. They went to church twice a year on Easter, Christmas, and they're, they're British. So oh, I'm Christian by I default. Suspect. you know. But now we're living in a time where you can identify as whatever you want. You can label yourself as whatever you want. And so maybe Christian isn't the label that fits you best, you know? The second point is, second point that's, that's related to this is that there's, I've, over the past 10 years, there, there seems to has been an explosion in so many types of spirituality becoming more mainstream. Mm. So you can go and howl with the wolves, you can go and dance, and, dance <laughs> with the, oh, the in, in the woods and, and, and all of that. Being agnostic is is a very much a a real almost like a religion at this point for for, for people. Mm-hmm. Like people will be putting more stock in their star signs than they will in anything else. Yeah, oh, I knew he was a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> Aries. <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, so I, I, I think exposure to so many different wicked things and yeah there's that and labeling i think those are two big worldly things that are are happening and i think the third christianity has allowed itself to be diluted and it's interesting in the sense that christianity dilutes in a sense that it's it's almost become too inclusive And I think it's interesting how, in trying to become more inclusive, more people are leaving. But then, mm. with religions like Islam and Judaism, who probably have like more harder stances on stuff than Christianity do, you're seeing their numbers rise. Mm. So, like, it's almost like people are gravitating to taking towards like the firm foundation, as opposed to. The wishy-washiness of what christianity has become mm. um yeah then
2: I, I wonder I about that though
0: i wonder well
2: no I, I don't think you're wrong i don't think you're wrong in that i think lots of people that would claim to be a christian end up diluting it and, and making it you know sound crazy you don't see as many people doing that with the quran or with the you know um with the with the with the torah Uh, but definitely christian you see a lot of people try and then interpret it through their own understanding and that's a lot more tolerated at the very least than uh, other religions but i i wonder if if that's causing people to move away um because that almost sounds like it should be bringing more people in even if they're not actually christian because they're coming in with false
0: understandings. You know what? If if it feels like that people are drawn to things that they can find security in. mm, So like if your religion is taking strong stances on stuff, you're like, okay, I can be secure in this because they know what they stand for and they're ready to stand for it.
2: mm,
0: With Christianity, it almost feels like sometimes you can't trust it. Or not, not not Christianity itself, but the Christians. You you, you can't trust Christians because they don't have, have a stance. It's almost like Peter when he would eat with the Jews. Um no he would he would he would eat with the um the Gentiles yeah, when when the Jews, when the Jews weren't around. But then when the Jews came, it was another way. And it's like you can't really be secure in that kind of person because you don't know what way they're gonna turn. Um,
2: unless you hear paul's letter or you hear paul's rebuke of that person and you see that there is a truth to it which is why you know maybe there's also yeah you know, the
0: take down YouTube yeah the
2: but then, take down but not in... youtube
0: <laughs> but then i feel like not not everyone's gonna hear of paul mm, or paul or living in in the, in, the, in the times that we do mm. paul's message probably wouldn't be able to be preached the way it was without him getting cancelled
2: I don't think Paul would worry about being canceled. I don't think we should he worry wouldn't. about being canceled.
0: He wouldn't. But then people wouldn't listen. But 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 then it would be hard for the message to get put across.
2: I don't think so. I think the same the same way the same I think the issues that he faced would be the same. There will be those that hate him. There will be those that want to debate him. There will be those that saying he's a heretic. There will be those that saying he's too harsh or whatever. Um, but I don't think his response would be any different if it was today. And he was getting those same comments on his videos or he was getting those same reactions in public and people protesting. I don't think his reaction would be the same. Uh, I don't it would be different. Sorry. I think it will be the same.
0: Definitely. But I think today people are more... <clears throat> empowered in their in the attack against him even if even if their the even if their arguments wouldn't hold weight if that makes yeah, sense the same man bro
2: more empowered than stoning him this is what I was gonna say they were ready to kill him
1: more they, empowered they dirty than once. beating man up yeah and like mm-hmm. dragging him into the tank bro yeah. they they flogged him these men will cancel your social media no no right
0: no but no, no. right? no, no, no. that's the that's thing back then if people didn't like what you were saying, they'll do something about it. Today, they'll go on Twitter and complain.
2: Yeah, I and mean, if you can take people doing something about it, you can handle people complaining. No, if no, you no, but. That.
0: But I think that with, with the fear of like being stoned, there's like a, finality and an intentionality, about that, and like you can't stone someone unless you're proper, convicted to go and stone the person. Yeah, today. Well, you're gonna to have to half believe what you're saying to um to, to argue against, of or for something. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. So a follow up question. Hmm. So Christianity is dropping, hmm. right? Well, there's, there's been a net drop. Shall so we say? So what what does this net drop say about Christians, at least in the UKs? efforts when it comes to evangelizing mm. that's a good question
1: I was, I was going to say as well um Peter mentioned something that I just want to pick up on even in this question where it may have been you whoever whoever I'm doing this a lot today um whoever says something around professing a faith just because uh, like oh, I was raised in a catholic church I'm catholic or whatever um oh yeah i'm anglican because that's why i got confirmed like i'm anglican but people are are starting to interrogate and um are starting to hold their identities a lot more um close to their chest like Mm. they want an identity that they think actually reflects them and not just something that was handed down
0: which is a good thing i think because is a good
1: thing and so
0: because, because because i think that leads to even though christianity is decreasing in the uk it means that it, 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 it's, it's almost like the ones that are left are quote-unquote, real Christians.
1: And, and what, what I was going to say is almost... Um, it could be a case of the people who are saying I'm Christian, this is just speculation, may have just been Christian by name mm. and not actually by conviction, simply because... It's part of their routine. It's part of their upbringing. Um, But they're not actually about that life. Um, There may be an element of that. And so even with, with the decrease, it may be more of a truer reflection. I'm also reminded of the language around there being a remnant so even with people like leaving the faith and not following God and stuff, God is still retaining an, a remnant—people who haven't bowed their knee to the foreign gods and and given up, given up their faith and stuff. Um, so what we may be seeing is is more so um, the remnant of faith within um, within the UK, and even if if that is the case. I know that through through the Bible, God has always done a madness with the remnant. It's, it's almost like when, when when we look through the biblical narrative, it's almost like God actually wants the smaller camp. He wants to almost be seen to be the underdog. So that when he does his thing, it's a madness. Everyone's like, yo. Because like he's seemingly the underdog. Even by taking the nation of Israel, it was the smallest nation. And then he had Elijah, one man versus all of Baal's prophets. Jesus, man, only got 12 disciples. And then Paul went and did a madness. Like, it's, it's always the underdogs. It's now that we, I say now loosely, but this notion of, um, celebrity endorsements and stuff like that we need we need the numbers we need the faces we need the this we need the that we don't god takes the foolishness of 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 man to to confound the wise like he his his stuff is is not the way god works is not the way that it's not yeah it's not the way that we anticipate or we think or oh yeah man's got god figured out yeah, I heard someone say, "If you think you've got God figured out, then that means you're God."
2: Hmm. Yeah. If you can figure out God, I don't know if that's a God I'd want to follow. You know, like that. I think. I think. It it definitely should also give the church more urgency. Yes. In 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 wanting to spread yes. the gospel, uh, because if we are. If we're actually thinking about this in a sense of where we're talking your eternal life or your eternal death we should be a lot more fired up about it we should be a lot more fired about about speaking the truth wanting to give people every opportunity to not be in hell like if you knew that you know you maybe just on a personal level if you worked in KFC and you knew that the 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 chicken was dragged on the floor before it was fried. You won't eat it, and you won't let anyone you know eat it. Like unless I don't know, maybe, baby, baby. you would hope. <laughs> I <I'd> hope. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Robert if I if I annoy him one day. Like, let, me t- let me take let me take your seat. Let me get your discount. Bro, he <laughs> he will come. Hey,
1: here's a mighty bucket for you, fam. <laughs> but I like
0: if- this for myself. <laughs>
2: if we, if we are if we truly believe what we're talking about and we understand that this is eternity then seeing those numbers should make us go like yo we need to we need to move and that doesn't mean that those numbers will go up it does mean that we need to speak on and get the word out a lot
0: more um, so 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 go so going back to my question mm. does do you think that this decrease? speaks to the quality of gospel that that, that Christians have, have been preaching
2: no because and and that's where i think you know there's lots of reasons why and i've i've shared some i I, well i've i've spoken as to my thoughts on some of the reasons being spiritual being actually there is access to truth and thus i'm not surprised that there is um rejection of it you know in the last days the darkness shall increase but you know when it when darkness increases the light shines brighter as well so i don't think i don't think that's indicative of a failure If that makes sense, I don't think that's indicative of a failure of the gospel getting out, but I think it should cause for us to want to get the gospel out more. Even if that means that number goes down, maybe we start weeding out those in the church that aren't Christian. No, I'm not going to change the gospel to suit your woke ideals, you know? Um, but it definitely, at least me makes me think we need to be doing more. And that doesn't always mean I'm going to go stand on the street and say, you're going to hell. But that does mean I, I'm thinking more about my skill set and how I can use it to propagate the gospel. You know, my job isn't to get people saved. My job is to contextualize the word such that they can be, or at least they can hear it. The seeds are sown, um, and and as as Mo um, mentioned as well, you know, how can they come unless they're drawn? So, in as much as we're also doing the whole, how are we contextualizing the gospel. We're also praying for souls. We're praying for people. We're praying for the Spirit to be doing the work in people, to bring them to Him, uh, to 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 salvation. Um, so, yeah, I I don't think it's indicative of a failure, but I think it should it should light a fire under the, ch- the church to get the word out. Because you're seeing, okay, everyone, the <coughs> the more than half the population in the UK by that census in effect is going to hell you know if, if I'm to say no these guys definitely don't believe in Christ as their lord and, and as a savior of their lives and lord of their lives then effectively what we're saying is that more than half of the UK is going to hell that should worry us a little bit that... uh,
0: I'm, I'm sure the Jehovah's Witnesses are happy about this because it means that they're going of being part there. of the 144,000. <laughs> <000. laughs> So, Moses, what do you think is one thing you could do to help? Um, yeah, to Moses. Fight?
1: What do I think is one thing that I could do? Yeah. Am I Jesus? Um,
0: <laughs>
1: nah, no, but on a real, I always take comfort from the reality that even Jesus couldn't convert everyone. Yo, uh,
0: I don't know. if that's fully, fully true.
2: I think. I mean, there was one guy on the cross that was gonna be with him in paradise. There's another guy on the cross that was like, he's no, the no, best but, see no, the same. no, but no, no, but, bro, this is what this is why your Wi-Fi is cutting out because <laughs> you're, you're, you're chatting nonsense.
0: <laughs> you're, man, I don't. <laughs> Yo, what? Start, start again,
2: please. Start again. You're the wife. Lord is oh, no, literally oh, oh, stopping you from saying nonsense. <laughs>
0: I was saying that Jesus didn't not have the ability. He, to he didn't everyone. have the he, he didn't
1: not have the ability. He didn't force anyone, but he didn't convert everyone. Yeah, he was
0: not to convert everyone. He and could he
2: have been he wanted to. Then that wouldn't have been free will. We're going into we're going into the sovereignty. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't yeah, have election. been free will.
1: Yeah. It, it it's it's okay. Even even in John seventeen when he was praying he was like i don't pray for the entire world but those who will believe through their preaching and it, and th- this this language around for me I, i'm not saying that in terms of like jesus was unable but like jesus is the greatest example of everything we're trying to achieve he is the example he is the model that we're, we're going sevens.
2: we can't be greater than the master yes.
0: Oh, but he said that, that, be that like would be greater things than he did. Do not
1: be greater. We're not. Yes, we're not going. Like, but in all of my efforts, I will not convert every single person I meet. Yeah. Even if I'm to commit myself 100% to every conversation, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen.
0: Maybe need faith to stress for must seed Moses. I do, <laughs> I do. Yeah.
1: And the reality is, it's <laughs> not going to happen. But that doesn't negate me putting my all into every conversation, Mm. but also recognizing the scope of influence that God has given me. Mm. So first and foremost, it's my kids, the household, investing into them. And so for me, it's very much just like, yo, like, and I think as Peter mentioned initially, being open and attuned to the Holy spirit. Mm. I don't think kingdom work is, is explicitly evangelizing. I don't think kingdom work is explicitly hitting someone over the head with the Bible. Hmm. Um, I think kingdom work is being available to be used by his Holy Spirit at any point in time. And so kingdom work is 24-7. Whether you eat or sleep, do everything to the glory of God. I believe that's kingdom work. So it's being available it's being available at every moment, consistently to be like, all right, cool, God. Like, I don't necessarily have to be saying at every moment, "How do you want to use me?" But just being available to being used at every, and that's that's what I think it is. Wow. And I guess mm-hmm. like for those who would want actionable stuff, um, you, you, I can't give
2: you any at the moment. <laughs> And that's fine. I think I definitely say it's using your skill set, whatever your, your skill set is, um, to, to do, to do what God wants you to do with it. I I've said this before, and I think I've got a poem about it, that you are the only Bible that some people would read. So you better be a good ambassador, better be a good representative of the Christ of the righteousness that you are now a slave to haven't been bought you better be words, a good witness don't, don't be
0: the message version
2: <laughs> <laughs> be the nlt at least um so you know th- there's that and as as mo said it's not everyday evangelism for everyone but in your interactions yo you're you're carrying the presence of god people Perhaps. better know it at least you know how can the presence of god be in a place and people just be like oh that's just one of us like nah you know you, you have to and that's that won't come from you performing these things that will come from you being and your growth in the spirit so there's that and yeah as I said use your using your skill set I am not the greatest apologist and I'm not the most friendly person I'm, antisocial I don't want to talk to strangers so the sort of street style evangelism just won't work for me you know not even won't work for me that's not what God has designed me to do is fit in a square peg in a round hole it just doesn't work um, but I like sitting behind a computer all day and sort of doing stuff on websites. so I'll use that skill set to help get the message of the church on the <laughs> internet where lots of people can find it um, And so i think it's 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 serving and being open to serve in whatever capacity you can in your church to help with the propagation of the gospel that's what you can do in addition to being a good witness of christ yourself um, in your day-to-day activities definitely how about you robert
0: i think for me um one just being open to god saying god how can I use? How can you use me? I'm ready. How, I'm can, I use you today? how can I use you? <laughs> this blasphemous guy. Oh, oh friends, don't hear the quiet parts. Today? out loud, boy? <laughs> <laughs> now just be. I'm, I'm just be willing and ready um, to be used by God. And um, I think for me personally, um, I think just being well, or one, one thing I could do is just being more intentional about. Checking in on people, seeing how their walk's going. Like, oh, okay. wow. you know, how, what, what, what are you in the Bible? Which thoughts on this, on that, you know? Just, just, just have conversations, but maybe a bit more intentional, just to see where, where people are at, you know? Because mm-hmm. I know, like, even from, from, from having conversations in the past, you know, that's how, like, red flags have, have, have come up, and then you can address those. Mm-hmm. But because it's come up in the conversation, you can do it in a way that doesn't seem... That confrontation, as if you, right, um, if you, as opposed to if you just like brought up out of nowhere, mm. and you're being a pagan, you know, mm. kind of conversation. Oh, what have we tried doing in this way? Have you thought about this? What does the Bible say about this? You know, you know, and then at least it gives them something to think about after we leave the conversation. Hopefully, um, you know, so one will do the planting, one will do the watering, but God will bring the increase. Amen. Cool. Let's end. There. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, elegant way of ending. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thirsty. I could do for beverage. As am I. I'm gonna drink some water. yeah. No. finish recording first. Be be a professional for once in your life, P.R. Mad.
2: Damn. Man said for once in your man life. Came for me straight.
0: <laughs> Hookups. Who'd like to go first?
1: I'll go first. Um. My exhibition. You see it? Um, Waves come on. On the 12th of December in Kingston at a place called Not My Beautiful House. Right next to the Kingston station and that come through from 6 till 9. I'll drop the postcode when I remember it. (laughs) I just did a Google search. It is KT11JS. Not my beautiful house. It's in the it's in the ancient market. Yeah, so six till nine. Catch me there. Catch me there.
2: See, see. Peter patrone My hookup is gonna be an app, an app called Notion. Um, I've started using, trying to use Notion with church. I use Notion a lot. Notion has replaced Evernote and a bunch of productivity things for me just because you asked about productivity earlier. Um, I suggest Notion for building a system and building like a note-taking system, a project management system, a time management system uh, for yourself. Um, So check it out. It's a really, really powerful tool um, that will help you get organized and get productive and manage your time better
0: cute cool. uh my hookup is a game it's called poetry for neanderthals <laughs> huh? poetry for, for neanderthals it's a really good game actually so if you ever played articulate it's like articulate with a twist if you haven't played the player articulate basically it's like a team game one person on the team is trying to describe something to, to, to the other, other people on the team in hopes that they'll guess what it is they're describing the catch is with poetry for Neanderthals, the person describing can only use words that have one syllable in them. Oh, okay. And so it makes it a, a, a bit harder. Um, yeah, it's a fun little game. Gets your brain thinking. Um, I've got the not safe for work version. I think it's a bit too not safe for work, so I might have to get the vanilla version to go along with it.
2: That's nuts. Of, of
0: course. And the thing is, it wasn't even too bad, but people just don't be knowing some of these things. I'm like, you didn't know what a jockstrap was? like, come on. Everyone knows what a jockstrap is. I guess you know your I only, I
2: only know it because of sports, though. Like, exactly. That's that's what that's what it is. It's, it's a sporting okay. thing, bro. I yeah, like yeah. it. It's just because Robert sounded like, you know. I like your peanuts. Robert sounded like this was for the not safe for work one, so I'm like,
0: oh, well, uh... well, that was one of them. Like, another one was like nipple tassels, you know. So, it's, there's, a, there's a spectrum. a spectrum. face.
2: I don't know how you describe that, but cool.
0: Oh, actually, yeah, try and try uh, I'm now, Pierre. Try and try and describe nipple tassels using only one syllable words. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, I was just, getting I just of boobie, boobie.
1: <laughs> hang, swing, um, hang. Yeah, hang's down,
0: isn't it? All right. <laughs> I guess you could say, um, put on breast.
1: Oh, okay. It can be It can it be a sentence. But yeah, it, to it sentence like, um, has to
0: be. Yeah, okay. so put on breasts, swell them round and round. <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you might be able to guess that. I, place I, know why I just thought
2: it has to be just words, like not. No, a no, sentence, no, no. Right? It,
0: it, 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 it can be sentences, um, but you can only use words that have got one syllable. syllable. Okay, okay.
1: Stick. Yeah. Sticks on tits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we should have a video sometime. I think it'll be fun.
1: Swings, Rowan.
0: <laughs> right, we can make the whole podcast episode, to be honest. That is a
2: Neanderthal-like behavior.
0: Hey, I like this, right? <laughs> one. Cool. Uh, cool. All right. Um... <coughs> Let's round up. Feel free to edit it out, bro. No, keep it in. What men men talk about, what men go and talk about. It's probably anyone's watching question.
1: this live, and they're just
0: like, Yo, no one's watching
2: no one's watching now, thankfully.
0: but Yeah, all right. Um, shout out to you intro, outro music. I'm having to turn up with the Audrey Amazing logo. I'm on, Fans on Twitter at Fence UK. Instagram at TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnace@hotmail.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the blacksmith furnace no apostrophe on all good podcast websites and apps, the blacksmith furnace with no apostrophe. And that's it. So this is the blacksmith's furnace signing out. Blau.
1: The door can.